Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. This is the Silver and Black Podcast with r in the Morning. Wimpy for three. Butter. Rob Thompson and Rudy J get you inside the San Antonio Spurs along with everything NBA. It's the Silver and Black Podcast with r in the Morning, part of the San Antonio Sports Star Podcast Network at sasportstar.com. Now, here are the guys. Hey, last night uh, we got to see the Spurs uh, perform uh, for their one and only uh, visit in uh, to the city of brotherly love. I know that because that's what the Sixers jersey said on the chest. <laughs> um, you knew that this was one of those circle games. The reigning MVP, the uh, the new Wilt, as it were, um, getting to take on Wimby, and we knew it was going to be interesting uh, from the video as the game got going. You saw Embiid uh, walk over. And talk, uh, look at uh, Wimby for the first time and see him in full Technicolor and the size he brought to you. He is RJ Ocho. I'm uh, bla- the blogging, the boys managing poobah. Uh, we call him RJ. Uh, it, it was interesting to just see the very beginning because Embiid was impressed, but uh, that might not have been the best thing for him uh, for uh, Wimby because uh, Joel opened up a can. I mean, I don't. I really don't know how you can take this as a bad thing. No. I mean, you know, was it frustrating on in like a vacuum? Yeah, of course. But um, Wemby went off, and it took 70 points <laughs> from, you know, the reigning MVP. Look, I mean, well, like. They only I, needed I, I 55. Mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to cope. But even then, like to your point, it, he only he needed 55 to win. I mean, you know, something like if you, if you were looking for a, a way to spin, a way to cope, a way to whatever, it took, you know, a Herculean performance from the, the modern-day Hercules of the NBA to beat the Spurs. <laughs> you know what, RJ? I, I, I get the sense that's if I'm pop in the locker room, that's what I'm saying. I mean, my, my goodness. Now, you knew it was going to be a choice, a, a difficult thing tonight. To, you know, it was kind of one of those circle games because if you're Joel, if you're Embiid, I'm the man – to be the man, you're going to have to beat the man. And you know that uh, Nick Nurse is no no stranger to the NBA world. He knows what the hierarchy is. So the plan was for Embiid to go off. They knew exactly what he was capable of. And I know Pop knew that. I'm not sure Wimby knew that as a 20-year-old rookie. But Pop knew that this was going to be, he was in for some barbecue chicken tonight. And guess what? He was going to be on the plate. He wasn't going to have a napkin. He was going to be on the plate. And uh, he got destroyed by Joel Embiid. And spent most of his 28 minutes, he got 33 points in 28 minutes, spent most of that time alone on Embiid. Good. I mean, yeah. this, is what, this is what we want. I mean, you know, who? I'm not saying you're upset. I mean, but this is what we want. We, you know, put some, you know, wear some of the tread off the tires. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, we... You know, like we've been talking all week long or all last week, like, you know what? Like, we, we'd only taken this thing up to, you know, we'd only driven it in the city. We finally got to go out to the country. You know what I mean? We took the top down a little bit. And now, yeah, you got to bring it back some in carbon. and wash it. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it felt kind of nice. And, I mean, even though they lost. And, and 
again, Embiid dropped 70. But, but, like, it still felt pretty nice. All five starters in double figures. Uh, it took 70 to beat them. Uh, uh, one of those Hall of Famer first ballot kind of performances. It wasn't like the Spurs didn't know what they were getting into. This is Pop pregame would ask what they were going to do with the MVP. We're going to hammer his ass. <laughs> I told Wemby to stick him, put your butt right in his stomach, back him down over the rim, and just throw him through the rim. That's what you can look forward to tonight. Yeah, we saw it just the other way. <laughs> Don't tell Wemby I said that. <laughs> that was pop pregame and prep for the Sixers. He left it. It was, it was David on Akeem kind of stuff. It was a layup drill for Embiid. If he wanted a dunk, he got it any time he put his foot within 10 feet of the rim. All night. That's how you get it's, 70. Yeah, I mean, and lots of fouls. But I mean, like I, I'm not at all trying to take away from what no. Joel did. Um, I mean, it was that's like, I, I mean, have you ever been upset about a player going off? No, or, or, uh, I, I'm sorry, especially you, in this situation. This, no, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Have you no, ever been I, this I, I take not that upset? Back. I take that back because as we talk about the 70 from Joel, which appeared to be in flow, which was appropriate. My gosh, he was unstoppable. And for the most part, uh, as he was getting a lot of those buckets, though he did have 35 in the first half, the, the, the Sixers were not comfortable, but they were well enough ahead to where they could continue to spoon feed until something got weird. You know, they didn't have to get away from it. So there's that. And then there's Carl Anthony Towns going for 63 in padding or 65 in padding stats. And I think if you look at both of those two players and their careers, while both have been flops in the playoffs and not won much, Joel Embiid getting 70 in a win where, you know, they needed by the math 55 or so to get it. And it, and watching the cat get 65 in a loss, that just about sums them both up. So I, I, I get that, you know, the numbers matter, but some numbers matter more than others. And the 70 mattered. It was one of those Hall of Fame performances that right. about midway through the third, I think we all knew this was, he, you know, he kept thinking, well, he's going to get 50. Oh, wait, he's going to get 60. He's going to get 70. And it you, happened because they needed it. You, um, you mentioned how he had 35 in the first half. Spurs had 35 in the first quarter. Actually had the, had the lead. I mean, granted, it was 35-34. Um, in the first after the first quarter, uh, Joel had 24 points in the first quarter, and I think this is super cool. Um, I think it's cool. Like whenever you play a video game, like back in the NCAA days, you're like, I just want to set all the school records. Like I, I'm just going to make <laughs> yeah, sure like every it. school record is mine. Um, and Embiid now, obviously, this was the highest scoring you know affair in franchise history. He now also has the highest scoring output in any individual quarter. In Philadelphia franchise history, he got the first quarter right. He previously 35. had second, third, and fourth. Uh, he had twenty-four in the and first 24. quarter, so he scored the most in any single singular quarter ever. That's, that's so a, cool. That's a stadium that's seen Barkley and the Doctor and Wilt. That it, it, if you put it in context, we did see history last night. We were very fortunate to see something that was ridiculous, and he played ridiculously well against a seven-foot-five dude that was bringing everything he had in his bag. And to get 33 in 28 minutes, also pretty much alone on Embiid, uh, tells you a little bit about when, where Victor is. There was a moral victory in there. And sometimes you're just going to have to put on your big boy pants and go take one. you know. And he had to go last night and take one for the team. He woke up this morning. There is a bruise on his sternum right 
exactly at the shoulder level of uh, Embiid because that was firmly planted in Victor's chest all night long. And, and, and a valiant, if not successful, effort. I think he acquitted himself well. I watched both of the, the, the broadcast because it was an NBA TV relegation national broadcast that we count as national, but it really isn't, you know what I mean? Um, but I wanted to hear the national perspective on what was happening because you, you could kind of sense that Embiid was about to do something historic. Uh, you didn't know it was going to be 70 historic, but that's how it was. And the praise was there. I mean, Victor acquitted himself well. Uh, one of the things, well, let's highlight one of the things that has changed over the last couple of weeks. First of all, it's your attitude about the game. Spurs were never out of it. I mean, you got a guy right. hanging 70 on you and they were never really out of it. Uh, some of the lineups that I'm enjoying watching, RJ, there, we, we spent a lot of time with Blake Wesley, who has earned more time by turning it down to about eight. Normally runs at about 11. We got it down to about an eight and a half, nine, which is about perfect for, for Blake. But you, we got two point card rotation that we've got working here with both Wesley and uh, Trey Jones out there, along with Wimby and, and Jeremy and Devin or, or, uh, one time there was Keldon in there, but for the most part, it was Wimby and, and, and uh, Devin and Jeremy. And, and those five, that was a very crisp offense. I mean, they were doing a fair amount of work trying to keep up with a night that, you know, you knew were giving up a bucket on the other end. But I, I appreciated the, the speed of the game when they were in there. Lots of perimeter defensive help because both are quick to the ball. Uh, we sacrificed some scoring with that lineup, but I do like it. I, I hope we see more of it. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's, there's a turn. I, I think we. I, I hesitate to use that word. Like there, there's a a slow turn happening, um, and I think it is exemplified by what you started that with. Like this is this is a much more tolerable experience. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like to your point. I mean, like you you can literally have the not just any player hang seventy on you. You can literally have the MVP hang seventy on you and have it all matter. Have it all be necessary, mm-hmm. so to speak. Um, and it. I mean, I, you said the last couple of weeks, this is very different even than the Boston game last week, like not, not even a week ago. Like you know, when we talked about that game, it was like, oh, okay, well, this is just, I mean, this is a simulation, right? <laughs> like, they're, just, they're just going here, you know, uh, to get the free meal afterwards and, you know, in the styrofoam and, and be good to go. This was very different than that in the span of five days, not even six days later. I mean, a, a highly competitive effort against a Philadelphia team that you've been praising. I, I still think it's a little bit silly to kind of, you know, shower them with as much love and affection as you have. But still, I mean, and it wasn't even, it didn't feel like, okay, we have to show up and go toe-to-toe because this is one of the best teams in the league. This is just who we are. I mean, like, this, we can just, we can absorb these blows, and we can absorb all this physicality, and, and we can we can live to tell the tale. I mean, they woke up today and, you know, have a, a strong reason to hold their head high. 103 points at the five from your two starters last night. If you're a DFS player and you had that combo, I hope you took the over. If you're a prize picks guy like me and you saw that combo, I hope you jumped on it because uh, that was ridiculous. The likes of which we won't see very often. And you look at that. I'm looking down the headlines that you know you that you knew it was going to lead Sports Center and you knew they were going to have all the uh, accolades that Embiid deserves, along with uh, Wimby's performance, which was equally highlighted last night. I thought ESPN did a good, did a good job of showing off that Wimby did at least uh, show up. It wasn't a com- complete bullying, as you're seeing on some of the headlines. No, it was. Um, the growth is there. But as I'm watching a 70-burger offered up, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to remember the last time we were the recipient 
uh, of, uh, of a meal like that. It's not often. Uh, who was the last? This is a great one for the, our early crew. 656-3776-656-ESPN, or, or better yet, just type it on there. Well, without me having to type it into the Google box. Uh uh, it doesn't happen very often to pop, though it does happen. You know, sometimes it's it's a, a bait and switch, go get 70 and nobody else gets to score. So some of those nights, I've seen the Spurs give up big nights just because we made it easy for somebody who wasn't going to share. So but, I have the answer to the question that you seek and therefore will um, will be the filterer okay. of responses. Joel obviously scored more points on Monday night than anybody ever had in the history of basketball against the Spurs. 70 and by a wide margin. But the previous high that anyone had ever scored against the Spurs was 61 points. Do you know who that was? When that was? I'll take, if you can guess the player, the year, or the team, I'll give you credit. I remember. Uh, it wasn't Harden, was it? Uh, by the way, Rob can play. So can the chat. So can the callers. Yeah. Anyone can offer this answer. But you you got to lock in an answer. You can't like, ah, oh, I'm not going to give you credit if you're just guessing. And there's a question mark at the end of this. you got to lock it in. I feel like it was James Harden. Is that your official yes, answer? Yes, it is my answer. It was James it Harden. Was James. It wasn't points that long from, ago. It was, it was, it's been recently. It was, two, it was March 22nd, 2019. Yeah, okay. In a, in a 111-105 win. Um, in fact... Of all players to score at least 50 points mm-hmm. um, in a game against the Spurs, they have there have been 11 recorded victories. Now, so how, Harden, let's, let's do that breakdown again of how many? So there are now 12 50-point performances 12. against the Spurs uh-huh. in, in in history. Okay, there are 12 total performances. Um, 11 of those performances have been in winning efforts for those teams. So the so Spurs the Spur- lost. You, you give up 50. The, the, they yeah, the Spur- but the Spurs have won one of these okay. um, where they allowed somebody to score at least 50. Harden has done this twice. He had the 61 that we just talked about a moment ago, and he had 50 flat um, early, or I'm sorry, later that year, that calendar year, but the next season, right? Um, obviously. So this was December of 19, and that was a double overtime loss. loss it it kind of yeah. took double overtime to get to, to 50. Um, but so he's done it twice. He has the only loss uh, in addition to the previous high that Embiid obviously passed. Um, okay, so uh, we got Joel at 70, Harden at 61. Two players have dropped 60 flat against the Spurs. Uh, I, I know it's been recent because I it, this is, certainly when you look at the Spurs history, their defense has no. been such they don't do that. But uh. I'll um, I'll help you out a teeny bit here. Uh, Ricky in the chat says Kyrie Irving. Kyrie, yeah, I remember is, this one. But. Is, he's um, tied for fourth. I think it's fourth. Um, he dropped fifty-seven points in twenty fifteen while uh, with the Cavaliers. Tatum that was also Tatum gave us something a couple years ago. Again, you got to lock this in. Man, I'm, I'm, you man I mean, forgive like, you know, me. It's all kind of this haze. <laughs> Jason Tatum. Uh, uh, three years I, ago. You, all you got to do is offer a player. But Jason I need Tatum. you to say. I need you to say it locked. Locked. Tatum locked. All right. Tatum had 60 points. He's one of two players to have 60 against the Spurs. In April of 2021, another overtime win. Overtime and win. Embiid, Embiid didn't even need overtime. I mean, that's <laughs> kind of what's amazing, too. Embiid did it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you've, got, you've gotten two. Ricky's gotten one with Kyrie. Uh, Robert offers Luka. Uh, uh, Luka 20- did get us one time. I know that. but He, it- he, he dropped 51. In December Whoa. of 2022. See, that feels like a, a, the Spurs didn't win that game. No, no, they did not. 
See, I know Westbrook's had some forties uh, because we we goaded him into it. Um, but these, I mean, we're talking about stars. Is there so, a, name a random guy that got us? Um, year, name the year. Short. A Purvis, Purvis Short, Purvis Short. Is he a warrior? <laughs> he was uh, <laughs> yeah. in uh, in. What year would you guess this was? Well, Purvis played in the early 80s. I'll say 83? It was 84. 84? You're very, it, was, it, was, it was January 7th of 84, so you're very, very, very close. Uh, it was a 154-133 win. Purvis was um, a bucket. Couldn't do anything else. Yeah. He was a bucket. Um, so, yeah. Also, looking at this, by the way, the really astounding thing about what Embiid did, <laughs> just like, like weighing these things all together, is um like Tatum did it in 45 minutes. Kyrie did it in 47 minutes. Uh Harden in the one loss did it in 49 minutes. Although again that went to double overtime. Um Joel did it in 37 minutes. I mean, like that's so in, insane like when you, when you the insane levels of efficient production. Uh by the way, uh Ricky and I saw somebody else offered Carl Anthony Towns. He had the other 60 point game. That and um, and yeah, that was in in March of 2022. Again, I I do believe I'm not a fan of Carl Anthony Towns. Even his head coach last night was upset with him because it was in a loss, and he felt like he was a uh, padding his stats. At least that's how it appeared to me in the post game, and it kind of sums by, up his career. By the way, we had some people um, wanting to know the end of the spectrum, like Spurs performances um, of this variety. David, um, obviously, everyone knows Robinson, Iceman. Who, how many players do you think have hit 50 points in a game for this person? Oh, let's see. David has. Ice, I'm sure, has. Uh, yep. I'm sure. We, I, I'm going to say probably had six or seven. In terms of players, I haven't counted them, but David, Ice, obviously, Larry mm-hmm. Keenan, oh, 1980. Keenan, yeah. um, Terry Cummings in mm-hmm. 1990. Tim did it in 2001 in a loss. So that's four different days. Dallas. Um, that's four. I haven't counted the players. Uh, Tony did it in 2008. That's, in I wouldn't have Tony. That's right. Well. Uh, he had 55. November 5th. Remember, remember the 5th of November, 2008. Uh, in Minnesota, double overtime, played 51 minutes. Uh, took all of them to get 55. And then the other, so how many players was We're that? We're at five. five. I said six or seven. Uh, the, the sixth is LaMarcus in January of 2019. Uh, and a double overtime win as well uh, at Oklahoma. So we've had six Spurs get 50 or better. The, you know the David Robinson game? No one really saw that 71. It was one of those back in the day when you're on the road and you just it was hard to find, and they didn't really televise a lot of the games because they were afraid you wouldn't go. And Lucas was feeding him like crazy. And uh, 71, that, that was ridiculous, man. I mean, To that point, Joel had 70 in, what did I say, 37 minutes? David had 71 in 44 minutes. It was. Uh, just, just to, just to equally, further contextualize. What what we just saw, I mean, it was again, that's about as close as you're going to see. Yeah, Zero David, resistance. obviously, but but this was just incredible what Joel did. And it was fun to watch and enjoyable, and it was like you know, again, I think on the surface you you hear like, oh, somebody went off for seventy against your favorite team, like that probably really sucked, but it didn't suck. It was well, you know, well, it was dare I start basket. to dream as we look at the Spurs upcoming? You know, they've earned some time at home. Um, they're kind of come home for about a week. In the next couple of games, they got OKC in Portland. Now that's not going to be easy, but I do. I think the Spurs are now in a situation where we, we shouldn't expect to win, but I do expect games to be within eight points with about eight minutes to go. And I think that's. So, I mean, incremental growth. And I think if you're within eight points with eight minutes to go at home, you're going to win half of those. I, I, I do. Seven, I, so 
seven-game homestand, if I told you they win three of those games, would you be like, I think stunned? we should. I, I think, no. Um, yeah. I think we, I mean, we need Oklahoma to start City, logic. We're not going to beat Oklahoma City. No, no, but I'm, I'm going through them. Oklahoma City, Portland. So, so I'm fine. Portland will beat them. Okay, so there's one. Minnesota? Um, No. Washington, two. There's right? two. Orlando, three. Oh, uh, no. That's but, tough. And wait a minute. I'm getting a little worried here. Okay, Orlando. So, that's uh, a loss. To, we're, not, two, not gonna beat it. we're not going to beat them. New Orleans? Oh, that's three? a loss, too. Uh-oh. Cle- Cleveland? Uh, that that's that could be a win. Okay, but any, like, there's so some I think there's three wins like, in there. There's two easy ones. Not mm-hmm. easy, but two, you know, should be's. And then you get a coin flip to go your way. You get three of these games. Uh, uh, can we hard start to hold them to a standard? Or are we still just being passive and going, okay, yeah. close is good enough? Dude, they just went toe-to-toe with the Sixers. But I mean, they they, they still want to win. I mean, like, what, what, actually, I don't expect you to offer a minute. But, like, on a in a relative rounding sort of way, what was the point where you're like, oh, okay, they're not winning? Because, well, like, they, the, the, uh, like, the line of... The, mid, mid to late third, because we just couldn't I, stop him. I mean, it was, but I there was this, no attempt. I know how pathetic this sounds, uh, again, on the surface, but, like, that's a huge victory. You know what I mean? To be like, we last, you know, we went seven rounds, so to speak. Like, that's God, impressive. That, this is a participant and, ribbon kind of thing, conversation. It's not having. a participant ribbon. It's yeah. a contextualizing I, where we're at this overall process. It's I used a, to have a coach a that would scream at me, Thompson, are you a player or a participant? Uh, wow. I, think that the, I think we're accepting participation way too much. I think you are being too negative. Well, no. I mean, you're right. The incremental growth is there. And now we have, now we get about 40 minutes of, well, maybe, instead of none <laughs> just a couple of weeks ago. But let's be realistic. I mean, last night, I do believe if it was, if this game was played in April and the same thing was transpiring, Wimby would have gotten some help. They, I think they would have Dominic Barlow would have been coming weak side every time Joel was within 15 feet of the ball. I'd have had another big in there all night long helping him, but that that didn't happen. I mean that, but I mean some nights you're going Kobe is going to get you, but Joel and B needs some help to get you. I mean he's not bringing the ball up. Some nights Kobe, the guy you can't stop, is getting the ball on the out of bounds. I mean you're not going to be able to get. Five of my dudes can't stop him, and there's guys like that. But Embiid needed somebody to throw him the ball, and we never even tried to disrupt that. We didn't try to double him after he caught it. We didn't find somebody to plant a knee in him or a hip in him as he was getting there. We never had any weak side help get, coming toward him when he got the ball. If it did, it was late. Zach Collins, I still is limping around, so he wasn't there. I mean, there was, there could have been an attempt is what I'm getting at because despite the 70 and no attempt, they were in it till the end. So I'm kind of going, yeah. well, how hard are we really trying to get the wins that I think that I'm forecasting? Are we going to try to get them? Or are we going to go but, to the, uh, well, we were in it till eight minutes to go. I mean, th- that's all relative, though, right? Like, you, you're saying, like, he would get some help. He needs some help. Like, trade deadline's on the way. Now now we're allowed to dream a little bit more. Like, now, now the parameters of what we can kind of opine for are a little gotcha. bit more open. Uh, so in the chat, by that. the way, uh, a reason why you should be watching on the YouTube feed. Everybody go to the SA Sports Star YouTube channel, subscribe, turn on notifications, like the video, pay the like text, uh, like text, please. Robert Spencer says concur with Rob. Well, I mean, Robert, your name's Robert. I mean, let's relax. I mean, like, let's come back down to earth here. Yeah. You know, uh, Joel, ironically so, says it's recognizing improvement. So yeah, I would. I, I'm curious because I do think this is a 
you know, sort of divisive sort of subject? Are you team like, I don't want the participation trophy, blah, 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 or are you correct? And are you with me and Joel saying, hey, look, the fact that we hung in the into the third quarter, not ju- like, like, again, that's a relative statement because it's not like, oh, we hung into the third quarter, I'm happy. No, we hung into the third mm-hmm. quarter with a monster, this dude who dropped 70. I mean, like, again, if, if Joel had dropped 70 against the, the Celtics, it would be, oh, my gosh, what an – like, the Celtics, you know, went toe-to-toe and they just got outlasted by the right. league MVP, blah, blah. Ollie Foreman. It, it, yeah, but, like, that's not how we're assessing this. We're like, oh, we're so, like, meek and small. No, dude, it, it, it took the flexing of all muscles from this dude to beat the Spurs because they hung in it as long as they did. And, yeah, they kind of waved the white flag at the end, but – recognizing improvement as Joel notes, contextualizing the situation, acknowledging the process to this point in time, all has merit. Well, they're coming home and we'll get to see them live. Now, there are a couple of late tips coming for TV purposes. You know, we're not used to that, but uh, yeah, oh, we're dude. flexing our schedule to play a little bit later. So uh, uh, set your schedules appropriately as Oklahoma City in a couple of nights as we get to see Shea Gilgis and uh, the matchup of the tall dudes as Chet Holmgren is coming to town. We'll continue talking silver and black as we do every day. Make sure you... Uh, Continue to subscribe, like, listen, and share as we do this on the regular. And if you're not watching this now, shame on you.